Hello my friends, how are you doing? So today I want to talk about NFTs. Those are non-fungible tokens and they could be the future of art or how art is traded, but they are also extremely confusing and very strange and a lot of people are not understanding what they could be, what they could do, but I think we should delve into that we need to think about that because they have a lot of potential even though right now they are a little bit ridiculous so what can you do with that why is that even important why is that even a thing as you know art is very much based on where it comes from the value of art not just from the financial value but also from the artistic value is based on who created it when it was created for what reason it was created so the origin story of an artwork is one of the most important parts of an artwork and you can see this especially good in artworks that can be copied for example, like photography, because you can have a print of a photograph that is worth millions of dollars, but your print is worth one dollar. You can buy it at the gift store of the museum. So why the difference? Why is your print worth nothing and the other print is worth so much? What makes one the original and the other the copy? Although we do know that both are copies of the image of the original work, right? So the big difference is that one is an addition. It's signed by the artist. It comes directly from the hands of the artist and the other one is simply just a print. Even if the artist would have created that very print, it might still be completely worthless because artists do create prints, for example, for different kind of exhibition formats. And then afterwards, that artwork is destroyed. It's get thrown away because it was just printed for that one occasion but it is not the original work the original work only exists as a limited print that might be confusing to you but this is very important for what art is how art works and in the art world the understanding of the origin story the proof of the origin story is known as the provenance so the provenance gives you a lot of information about was it actually done by the artist? For example, the signature on the artwork. And then also you have receipts, for example, from the gallery. You have a catalog where you see the work. You can see it was exhibited at that show and then it was bought by a collector and then it went to this auction house. It was sold there. So you have a paper trail and that paper trail can prove if this is an actual real work that is worth anything or if it's just a worthless copy that you can put up in your room if you want but basically you can also throw it away so that's provenance right and an nft can basically create that it can create a document that says this is the origin this is the source where the work comes from and this is the person who has bought it and these are the other people it has been sold to afterwards so 
a provenance basically right and the good thing about that is because this is based on blockchain it can basically not be tampered with and the reason for that is because blockchain is information that is evenly spread out onto all the computers that have to do with that kind of blockchain system so a little bit of the data is on one computer and a little bit of the data is on another computer and another little bit of the data is on that other computer right so you would have to hack all of these thousands of computers and change the data inside of all of these thousands of computers and that's kind of not really possible to do that right especially not without leaving any traces so this means you have kind of a certificate that cannot be tampered with and that can document where the work or at least this certificate is coming from who issued it and who bought it and this is really important this is a really good starting point to create something like a digital provenance for something that is as a digital work you cannot really tell which is the original data and which is a copy data because everything that's digital is basically a copy right so this is a really really interesting way interesting technology to bring provenance into the digital art world and also where you can now have limited series of digital artworks and here is the important thing that's kind of a little bit strange to understand is that you can still download the work in high resolution everybody can look at the actual real original work without this limiting the worth and value of the original work to the artist or the collector and that's really really important now here's another thing that is really interesting nfts seem to have the possibility to write royalties into the nft and what that means is that every time the work is sold to another buyer the artist the original artist gets a little share of that price and that is really important because if you see these huge prices that you have from these auction houses and they say ah the painting it was sold for 50 million dollars that money goes to the collector it goes to the gallery it goes to the auction house it does not go to the artist because the artist might have sold that very work when he or she was like 18 years old and he got a thousand bucks for that work and now it's worth 50 million and he doesn't get a share of that and it seems kind of unfair and with nfts you can put a royalty into that to say okay i get a certain percentage of that so if you make money i as the artist make money too and so i can better support myself and my artwork has a longer lasting value for myself and maybe even for my children and so on so that's really important that's a really big part of that uh, to enable artists to really live off of their art and create value also for themselves another important thing another really interesting thing about nfts is that you can use it to create limited editions so you can say i have this one work and i will sell 10 copies of that no more than 10 copies after that i will never sell this file to anybody so the 10 people who have bought this nft have the owner rights to 
one of these copies. So they own not a tenth of that, but one of these 10 copies is what that means, right? It's not 10%, it is 100% of one of those pieces. So don't confuse that. So that is really important, especially in photography. Usually the artworks are printed in a series where you say, I make 10 copies, I make 15 copies, I make 50 copies, whatever the artist decides is the collection, the edition. And afterwards, because this is the deal, this is the edition that you create, you can be sure that there will not be other copies made of that. Now, originally, when you think about a photograph, that would mean that you make these 10 prints and you sign them and you put a number on them one of 10, two of them, and so on. And you sell that and you actually get a copy of that. In the sense of an NFT, it means that you get one of these 10 NFTs while the file still stays available online. Everybody can look at that. So that's a little bit different. You have to think about that in a little bit of a different way. But it's still very interesting and has a huge potential to be able to do that. Another thing that is really interesting with NFTs is that you can circumvent galleries. And that is a huge part of how the art market is changing because galleries are very limited in what they are and what they do, especially because most galleries work on location. You have a gallery, for example, in Berlin or in London, and this is where they are. They have their gallery there. Of course, they can rent out your work to other galleries, so you can then make exhibitions at other places and they can show you work around the world. But their gallery, their space, their business is at that location, and that is not satisfactory for a global international art market where you want to be able to trade art and to share art all day long and globally everywhere without limitation 24-7. This is really, really important to have that ability. Also, to give the artist more ownership over his own work, but also over his own career. Because galleries have a tremendous impact on the life and the creativity of artists. They decide if you are part of the next exhibition or if they make a next exhibition. They often decide if you will sell that work, if, you, if they will make a contract with that collector or not. So if they don't like your stuff anymore, they just can kick you out of an exhibition or completely out of the gallery. And at that point... That might be a very bad sign for all of the other galleries, a very bad sign for all of the other collectors, and you might not get another gallery again and your prices might drop down and this is the end of your career. And this happens a lot, a lot more than you might think, because what a lot of galleries do is that they look for hot new young artists and then they exploit them for several years until they have pumped all the money out of what this artist can do and afterwards they dump them and make sure that this artist is not collected anymore and so this is kind of a scheme that they are driving because it makes a lot of sense to exploit a young artist who doesn't know what's going on in the market, who doesn't understand the rules. They can make a lot of money with that. And then, okay, goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen. And also, the art world is 
kind of working like that too, because after some time, the artist might not be hot enough anymore. You know what I mean? If you have a huge gallery and a gallery costs a lot of money, very, very expensive to run, especially a very high priced gallery. So if you're not that hot anymore, if you don't bring in these hundreds of thousands that they expect from you, of course, they're going to kick you out because you make them no profit anymore, even if you sell, even if you are still a good artist, but you still you now have uh, less collectors, you just sell less, right? So if you have control over your own artistic life, over your own artistic career, then the circle of collectors gets smaller. You can still live off that really good, but the gallery couldn't. You could, with NFTs, keep on selling to these collectors. You don't even need a gallery in the first place, right? So you have control over your life. You can do whatever you want to do. You don't have to fear to be exploited and also you can follow your actual artistic interests rather than the money interests of a gallery that of course will push you to make one hot artwork after another even if maybe you have a period in your lifetime where for five six seven eight years you work on creating new deeper more intense styles but in that time you're not as productive as an artist because you're developing at that moment and th that's not good for them they want money this is their main interest right so if you don't produce money that's the end of you right so nfts can free up artists and give them a lot more power about who they are what they can do as artists and where their career is going so that's pretty pretty important so as you can see nfts actually have a lot of upsides they have a lot of potential they are a very new and young technology i think they have been around for 10 years and mostly in the time they have been around more like a toy token with like these crypto punks and crypto cats and all these kind of digital artworks and right now it seems like they are mostly used like this is not an official statement i'm just saying it looks like most of what is done right now is kind of money laundering because you have very 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 low quality artworks that are sold for millions of dollars online and i'm not saying this because i don't like these artists these are actually works from people who have no history in art or creativity and just make like stupid looking artworks that sell way over what they would be worth by any stretch of imagination because it's a perfect opportunity to just launder some money or to get a big fat tax cut because you spent on an artwork you can write that off uh, from your taxes so if you buy a useless piece of art that's worth two hundred thousand, and maybe you might also be the artist yourself but i don't know you know through some other channels you get the money back and you get a tax cut there's a lot of potential for doing the wrong thing right now with that so i rather feel like they're abused at that moment but they have potential for the art world if that changes and if this evolves into something that is a little more practical for artists now here's another 
downside that is really important to point out that I really struggle with because I was also thinking about maybe creating NFTs of my works that you can then buy if you want to. But the thing is, I've seen a video from 1000, which is an artist I very much appreciate, a really uh, big fan of his works and his power, his channel, his creativity. He's an amazing guy and he wanted to do NFTs and then his community told him, 1000, these NFTs, they use a lot of money. They are really bad for the environment. You should not do that right now. And he agreed with them. He did some research and he said, yes, it looks like NFTs use ridiculous amounts of power. They use ridiculous amounts of a computer calculating power also and energy, and they are really, really bad for the environment. They are working on changing that uh, so NFTs are easier to create. But right now, they don't seem like a great choice if you think about environment and not just about money. So this is the one thing that disqualifies NFTs for me right now to use them. And I'm really looking forward to see that this is changing. So they are more environmental friendly. They use a lot less energy. They are a lot more usable for the everyday user and also have proven in the market their value that they can actually protect the artist and the artwork and the collectors, of course, the investors into the artwork. I don't have a lot of knowledge about NFTs or how blockchain works. I don't understand a lot about that. So I still have a lot of questions about that too. One of my biggest questions right now is how do you know who uploaded that work? Because you don't have to own that work. You can just download any kind of file from the internet and create an NFT with that. And this NFT, because it is part of the blockchain, cannot be deleted afterwards. Now, as far as I understand, the NFT does not include the actual artistic work. So no copyrighted material is being uploaded and saved inside of the blockchain as far as I understand. But at the same time, it can also not be deleted. So it's there forever. So someone might use your work, upload it, sell it to someone else, take the money and you cannot delete any of that. It cannot be undone at any point. You might be able to sue them. I don't know about that right now, but this is kind of a risk. This also makes it a little bit uh, wanky and ridiculous right now. So until this has been solved, this kind of problem with the copyright and with the origin and also the problem about the environment, NFT is kind of hanging in the air and is a nice concept, but also very new and kind of... Mm, I don't know if I can trust that thing or not, but I'm still all for it, right? I really want to watch where this is going. I think it takes maybe another five, 10 years to develop into something useful. I think right now we are in a huge bubble because of these prices that are absolutely ridiculous and pointless in most cases. So after this bubble is bursting, after a lot of these platforms for NFTs have burned down to the ground and they need to rebuild and think about what is the actual use of the NFT, how can we actually implement that in a useful way into everyday lives of creators, of artists, of collectors, then this becomes a lot more useful and maybe also has the trust of the artistic community. That's the most important part of that. All right, 
That was the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope maybe I could tingle your mind a little bit to think about these things and see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye.